In this video, we're going to talk about five signs of a struggling coaching business. So if you are a health coach, health entrepreneur, or a coach running a coaching business, you may want to pay attention. Welcome to The Health Runner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or a coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Yuri L. Kame here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. We help health professionals get clients and scale their coaching businesses online. I've been online since 2005 and I struggled in business for many years, as you may or may not know. Three years of poverty line income and eventually I got some coaching and kind of found my way and um, yeah, the rest is history. But I, I share that because everything I share in these videos comes from personal experience. It's not like I read in a book and I'm sharing with you. I'm like, I, I've been in the trenches for a long time and I've also helped thousands of other entrepreneurs in the health space and outside the health space build their businesses. And I see patterns. In this video, I wanna share five things with you that I've noticed over the years, okay? So this is particularly true in the health space where I think this is probably more pervasive, at least a few of these than, than other industries. So the number one sign, again, these are not necessarily in a specific order, but the first sign of a struggling business is trying to help everyone. So when I look at someone's website or when I just kind of come across their stuff online and what I'm seeing in their messaging is that they are just a generalist and helping everyone, I instantaneously know that their business is not doing as well as they may want it to. And I, I, I can triangulate that theory by having conversations with them, whether it's in the DMs or email, and I can see where people are in their business. And when people are like, yeah, like I'm only making a few grand a month, I'm like, oh, that's not surprising because you're trying to help everyone. So the biggest mistake that I feel, and this, like, I, I share this because my first business in the health and fitness space was this, I helped everyone. And it was very challenging because I wanted to be the generalist who like, I thought I was going to help everyone on the planet. Like really? So there's a couple things. Number one, when your messaging is to everyone, you're speaking to no one. Everyone wants a specialist. No one wants a generalist. When you have a leak in the roof, you call your roofer, not the electrician, right? It's it's pretty simple. Uh, if you had a, you know, a brain issue, you'd probably want to go see a brain surgeon, not your general practitioner, right? It's, it's common sense. But for some reason, as health professionals, just because we feel that we can help everyone doesn't mean that we should. It's actually a horrible idea because number one, your messaging is off, right? And I just want to be very clear about this too. In a brick and mortar practice, people fall into your lap. Don't confuse that with good marketing. Don't confuse that with good messaging. It's not. It's being successful in spite of the lack of those things. But as soon as you put yourself online and you actually have to proactively put yourself out there, if you are not narrowed down to a single target market, you're toast. And I see this more often than not, and it's something I want to help you avoid. So that's the first big issue is trying to help everyone. The issue on the marketing front is obviously very obvious. The messaging is very diluted. No one feels they're connected to like, or you're speaking to them. And so they ignore what you're, what you're talking about. Again, the only exception to this is if you're getting clients through word of mouth and referrals, which is what most health coaches do in the first place, or hopefully a warm market that's been following them for years. And they're just like, oh, I guess this person, I just know them the best. I'll give them my business. It's not a viable strategy. The, the bigger issue actually is on the delivery side, because if you help everyone, you have no scalable business because now everyone's a special snowflake and you have no reliable, predictable, repeatable system that everyone goes through. So as an example, I'll just show you what this looked like in my previous business with respect to our blog. We had a blog that was getting 1.4 million visitors per month. It took us a long time to get there. I don't recommend it. It's a waste of time and a, a lot of wasted money, but we had 
12 different categories of content, interval training, intermittent fasting, alkalinity, et cetera. And each one of those was its own kind of delivery pillar. So when people opted in, there was a specific, a specific set of products or offers that were given to each one of those different 12 categories. And then on the back end, specific email sequences. Now this wasn't even necessarily a coaching offer. We're just talking about product-based, like a product-based business. And it was a friggin' nightmare. Now imagine if you took that same 12 kind of pillar approach, you had 12 different types of clients, hair loss, weight loss, gaining muscle, skin issues, gut issues. Every single one of them coming into working with you now has very specific protocols. This is fundamentally the issue with the health industry is that when you have patients falling at your lap, they could be anyone. You're not turning people away because you want the money and you want to help people. So now they come in and every single person is like, okay, so like what's going on with you? Oh yeah. And it's a completely different story in many cases than the person you just saw an hour ago. And so what that means is that every single person you work with is one-on-one and it's a hamster wheel you can never escape if you keep doing that. So trying to help everyone, I know when I see this, I know number one, you're not making the money you want and number two, you're burning out. Hands down, every single time. It's the biggest sign of a struggling business, I think. Second thing, and again, if I'm looking at someone's website and it's like work with me and then like there's this list of courses and courses and courses and coaching programs i'm like what are you doing like there's so the second big issue here is too many offers you're trying to sell too many things as the saying goes when you try to well very very similar to the first piece is like jack of all trades master of none it's very similar here if you have more than one coaching program i'm going to start to question that because i have conversations with health professionals like yeah like i'm finishing up a couple courses that i'm building i'm like what do you mean a couple courses that you're building why not focus on one, blow it out of the universe, and then worry about the next one? Again, so why does this happen? We think that if someone can't afford this, then let's give them this. And if this isn't a good fit, then let's give them this one instead. But if this doesn't quite fit what they're looking for, then let's offer them this. You know what I say to that? I say, fuck that. Get a bazooka and blow that up because otherwise you're going to blow yourself up because it's absolutely asinine. And again, I'm sharing this with you because that was my first business. We had more than a hundred different SKUs. So we had everything from $1 eBooks all the way up to several hundred dollar courses and certifications. And it was an absolute nightmare in terms of managing that in terms of complexity. When I started Healthpreneur in 2017, I said, I'm never doing that again. I'm doing one thing and we're gonna blow it up. And then only once that thing is blown up, will we consider adding something else? I mean, our business is very simple. We have two coaching programs, that's it. There's nothing else. However, little surprise, we are working on something that will be released at the end of this year, end of 2022, stay tuned. Anyways, the reality is that most people are spread too thin. They're offering too many things to too many different types of people. And as a result, they have no focus. And I'll tell you this, like if you're a coaching client of mine and like I've, there's many clients I've told this before. They're like, hey Yuri, I've been getting people on the phone. They can't quite afford my main coaching program. So I'm thinking of, I'm like, shut up. Don't continue talking. Don't do it. I don't even need to hear the rest of the story because the rest of the story goes like this. I'm considering rolling out a lower price course so that all these people who can't say yes to this will buy this. It is an absolute waste of time. If you missed my video on why selling an online course is a terrible idea, then watch that video after you finish this one because it'll save you a lot of time and frustration. So instead, because here's the thing, if you offer a coaching program and then let's say another thing, that's twice as much work. It's different messaging, double the work. It's different clients, potentially double the work. So you're basically doubling the complexity and required energy and attention on your on your part to now 
have two things working simultaneously. And I can promise you this, even if you look at Apple, if you look at Apple breakdown of products by revenue, you will see all their products, iPad, iMac, everything. And you will notice that 20% of their products account for 80% of their revenue. Now, the other thing to keep in mind with Apple is they have tens of thousands of employees. You probably don't. So if you wanted to develop this whole lineup of offers, that's great. When you have like dozens upon dozens upon dozens of employees and you're making tens of millions of dollars, cool. But until then, one offer, so one coaching program, one single target market, one acquisition sort, one acquisition channel, right? So either you're mastering paid traffic or you're doing something else until you make a million dollars. If you do anything outside of those four ones, you're wasting your time and it's amateur hour. Okay. I'm serious about this. If you were to work with us, it's not about us giving you more stuff to do. It's looking at what you're doing and telling you to pretty much stop all of it because it's not working. Okay. Very much like health and diet. It's about what we don't do, what we don't eat. That is far more impactful than a lot of the stuff that we do. So cut the garbage out. Okay. It's just, it doesn't work. One core offer, build your business to a million dollars and then introduce something else if you want. Everything up until then is not going to help you. I'm serious. Okay. So that's the second sign of a struggling business is having too many offers. Third is you can't pay yourself a livable wage. If I'm asking someone, okay, what is your business goal over the next 12 months? Like, where do you want this sucker to be revenue-wise? The most common response I get, which is actually very sad, is 5K per month. I'm like, sorry, you wanna build a business that makes $5,000 per month? Well, like, yeah, like I wanna start it there and grow from there. I'm like, well, why didn't you just say a million dollars a month? Because, well, number one, I don't even believe that can be possible. That's what they might say. But the most common answer is I just wanna replace my income from my job. And here's the problem with that, is that when you set your sights really low, that's exactly what you get. And so when you build a business that is making you $5,000 a month, do you think that is net income in your pocket? No way. You might as well continue working for 5K per month as an employee because business revenue is not after tax money in your pocket. There's a very big difference there. And you have to understand that most people are not cut out to be entrepreneurs. They're not cut out to be business owners. And that's if that's you, that's fine. Just be realistic about it because I will not spend any time working with an entrepreneur who has the ambition of making 5k a month because it's not worth my time and it's not worth yours. The amount of tension and juice in that ambition, I'm not even gonna call it ambition, is is irrelevant. Like it's not even, uh, it's like throwing a pebble into the lake. You have to set your sights higher and it's not about tr just trying to make more money. It's not about that, but you have to be, you have to understand that the purpose of business is to build an entity that is a collection of systems that produces a profit independent of your effort. I mean, listen, 5k per month is a great place to start for the first one to two months, but you got to build that sucker from that point. If you are okay, if you are happy at 5k per month, I'm very serious about what I'm about to say. Go get a job, work for someone else because you'll make 5K take home per month for the same amount of energy. The juice is not worth the squeeze unless you are looking to build a business that does minimum quarter of a million dollars a year minimum. If you don't even have that ambition, it's not worth it. And I see so many health professionals, the average, check this out, the average health coach salary is $37,000 a year. That's just hovering around poverty line income. So it's not even like, what, what's the point, right? So that's, again, like if you're not able to pay yourself a livable wage, and again, depends on where you live, you know, most of us live in places that cost a bit of money, unless you live in the desert in a tent. And when you consider things like inflation, when you consider things like putting your kids through school, when you consider 
consider things like taking care of your parents as they get older, when you consider things like shit hitting a fan out of, out of thin air and not having any type of money to turn to, these are all considerations a lot of us don't even think about when we're forecasting where we want our business to grow. I wanna challenge you to think much, much bigger because you, the, the amount of money you need on, on two fronts, usually the amount of money you need is a lot less than you think it is. However, it's also very good to have a lot of money for those very situations I just mentioned because we think that how things are now or how they're always gonna be. And listen, like going into 2023, who knows what the world's gonna look like, right? Continuing inflation, you know, they're trying to get it down, interest rates continue to rise. If you don't have cash on hand, you're not in a good position. There's nothing wrong with making money and you should have the ambition of wanting to make a lot because as a health professional, the way you make money is by helping more people. So never feel bad about that. But again, if you can't pay yourself a livable wage, that is a sign of a struggling business, right? And again, I share this from personal experience. I spent three years making less than $30,000 per year. My first year online was 6,000. My second year was about 18. And my third year was just under $30,000 in revenue. Living in Toronto, which is one of the most expensive cities in North America, didn't work out too well. Okay, I lived in a tiny 800 square foot apartment, if it was 800 square feet, top floor of the house. You could hear my neighbors having sex through the wall, like no air conditioning. Trust me, if you're in a bad situation, use that as fuel because it's way better when you're not in that situation, okay? So that's the third thing. Fourth thing is you can't step away from the business. When I was uh, 2006, I was training clients uh, as a trainer at the time as I was transitioning online and I was uh, gearing up to take a trip with my girlfriend, now wife. We wanted to go to Europe for just like a six week trip. Obviously the World Cup was happening at the time as well in Germany. So it was, an, it was an amazing like six weeks. It was just so good. We did London, Paris, South of France, all that good stuff. It sounds amazing, but the thing that I wanna let you know about here is I spent one year saving up money for that trip. And then when I was in Europe for six weeks, guess what wasn't happening? Nothing was coming in. So. I was making zero dollars while I was in a cafe, walking through the streets, having lunch, having dinner, and all the money I saved up was just going down and down and down and down. And guess what else was happening? My clients were not being served because I wasn't present. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I said, never again in my life will I put myself in this situation where I am not making money while I sleep. And just as importantly, the people I wanna serve are not being helped if I'm not there. I don't want that to be the case anymore. I need to set up a system some type of infrastructure where I can get paid when I'm not present and more importantly my clients can improve and get better even when I'm not there and that was eventually what led to me developing my first uh, workout program called Fitter You it was an audio guided series of workouts where I was on your headphones walking through your workouts anyways and then obviously evolved from there into uh, you know eventually what we do with Healthpreneur the reality is that, like if you can't step away from your business you don't have a business earlier I said a business is a collection of systems that produces a profit for the owner independent of of your input. So if you go to McDonald's, which I'd highly recommend, right? Not. If you go to McDonald's, the owner of McDonald's is not serving you burgers. They're not the ones taking your cash at the cash register. They have a bunch of teenagers running the operation. Starbucks is the same thing. Howard Schultz isn't making you coffees, right? They have teenagers and young 20-somethings running these friggin' multi-billion dollar businesses. That's what business is all about. And it doesn't mean that you have to become franchise and corporate and impersonal because you can absolutely create whatever it is you want. But if you have to be there for everything, you're fucked. And so are your clients. Because Last week, as an example, I got stomach flu and I was out of commission for four days. Guess what happened to my business? Nothing. Guess what happened to my clients? They still got helped from our amazing team of coaches. And if that were not the case, if I was a one-man show and everyone relied on me, well, number one, I would not be able to do most of the stuff. I would not be able to bring new money coming in. I'd not be able to you know, help clients because I was like bedridden for four days. And just that's a microcosm of how things could look 
in a very different situation. You have to really think through the, the business design, the life design that you wanna create because your business should be built around the lifestyle you want. I've said this many times before, I work a lot. I wake up at four every morning. I work probably eight to 10 hours a day and I absolutely love all of it. Like obviously there's times where I'm like, ah, I'd rather not do this, but I get it done anyways. And I don't need to do anything. I don't need to work. I mean, I, I don't need to do, I could just lay down in a lounge chair all day, but I would go absolutely nuts. But here's the difference is, and this is the big distinction that I made many, many years ago, is there's a very big difference between having to do something and choosing to do something. When I had to wake up at six to go train clients and spend 12 hours in the gym all day, it was soul crushing. When I get and choose to wake up at 4, 4.30 every day and get into work that inspires me. I work more now than I did as a trainer, but I love what I do and I choose to do the work. And therefore I have a sense of autonomy and freedom over my life, which I never had as an employee. And a lot of business owners are not business owners. If you're a practitioner and you run a clinic and you have to be in the clinic, you have a job. You have purchased yourself a job. I can't tell you how many franchises I've walked into, whether it's an ice cream franchise or other, and the owner of the franchise, the person who's forked out $400,000 or whatever it is just to have the franchise is the one fucking serving the ice cream. That's not a business. That's a job. So if you can't step away from your business, if you don't have systems to acquire clients and serve them without you being present, that might be something to think about because until you have that, you will always be the cog in the wheel. And if you're the cog in the wheel, you are the thing slowing down what's possible for your business. And the final thing is, uh, the final sign of a struggling business is that your business is not a business, it's a promotion. Again, this is a little bit of a, you know, depending on the business model, if it's more e-commerce or info products or whatever, but I find a lot of businesses don't actually have any business infrastructure. They're simply a really clever marketing ploy on the front end and they've just driven a ton of traffic to it. And essentially it's a promotion. I know people in the health and fitness space, not so much on the coaching side, but more on the product-based side that, you know, build seven or eight figure companies that are not companies, they're promotions. They have one offer that converts really well and they drive all sorts of traffic from affiliates, paid traffic, et cetera. And then you look at their business and it's absolutely in shambles. They have no operational systems. They have no documentation. They have no team. It's just like they're, they're holding on by a really compelling marketing message. And you might say, well, you know what? That's good enough. And some people are totally happy with that. And I respect that. But if you want to build something that really creates true impact in the world, those types of businesses are very fleeting. And I think they give the marketing industry in general a bad rap because these are the types of offers where it's like, take this pill and lose 12 pounds by tomorrow. These people make a ton of money very quickly and then they just disappear into thin air. That's not the type of business I want to run. I'm sure it's not the type of business you want to run. Again, when you look at a business, you want to be looking at like, what's the goal here? Like, what is the goal in terms of the revenue I want to make, the people I want to serve? How does this business really cater to the lifestyle that I want to design for myself? And how can I help other people? How can I possibly employ other people to help me build this and in the process provide them with incredible opportunities for them to do work that they love to give them pay that you know it's just like incredible in terms of an opportunity financially and again this is just my opinion but I think business and being an entrepreneur is just such an incredible privilege and when we take it seriously instead of like a little side arts and you know arts and craft hobby amazing things can happen so anyways I hope these si these five signs of a struggling coaching business um, resonate with you at some level I would love to know from you if you're okay, if you're okay sharing in the comments below which one of the five resonates with you most let me know below and once again thank you so much for your time remember to subscribe tons of other videos to help you grow a successful health business online i'm your real Kim, and i look forward to seeing you in the next video thanks so much
If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review, if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.